Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. When David became king of Israel, the Philistines went out in search of him, looking for a fight. David asked of the Lord, Shall I go out to fight, and will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said, Yes. And David defeated the Philistines. Well, again, the Philistines wanted war, and they came again into the same valley to fight a rematch. And David inquired of the Lord once more, Should I go out to fight, and will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said, You shall fight this battle differently. This time go up behind them. And as soon as you hear the sound of the chariots and the tops of the balsam trees, move quickly, because this will mean that the Lord has marched out before you to strike the Philistines. And David did as the Lord commanded him, and won. Biblical battles foreshadow the battles for our souls. Watch out. You know, sometimes we fail to see what's right in front of us. After a dozen publishers rejected J.K. Rowling's manuscript, one finally agreed to publish it. But the publisher told the author of the Harry Potter collection that she needed to get a job because there's no money in children's books. Stan Smith wasn't able to secure a spot as a ball boy for a Davis Cup tennis match when he was a young teenager because the event manager felt he was too clumsy and uncoordinated. Smith matured and went on to win Wimbledon, the U.S. Open, and eight Davis Cups. In 1944, Richie Ashburn was chosen to play in the Esquire game in the New York City polo grounds with other young teens from across the country. Branch Rickey of the Brooklyn Dodgers, who was considered the premier judge of baseball talent, shook Ashburn's hand after the game and said, Son, you should go back and do whatever it was you were going to do before you decided to be a ball player. Ashburn was born in Tilden, Nebraska. He stood 5'10 and weighed 170 pounds. He played center field in the majors from 48 to 62 with a career 308 batting average and was inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame in 1995. Watch out. There are no shortcuts in life and no pre-qualifying assessments for guaranteed success. We have to do the work, not, not anybody else. We have to compete in the event, engage in the battle, and run in such a way as to win. When King David grew older, his generals went out to fight his wars. He stayed near his palace, far from the battle. Watch out. David soon found Bathsheba. His eyes found her to be beautiful and compromising. He would write a letter to Joab, his general, instructing him regarding Bathsheba's husband, one of David's mighty men. He said, Set my servant Uriah in the front of the hardest fighting, and then draw back from him, that he may be struck down and die. Pontius Pilate was the fifth Roman procurator of Judea. Sources describe him as an unsympathetic ruler who preferred to stay near his judgment seat, insensitive to Jewish culture and the one who sentenced Jesus to be crucified. The only object bearing his name today is a stone used to rebuild a step of a broken staircase for a Roman theater. Millions have trampled on it. Yet Pilate stood before the Almighty God, the King of Kings, was right before his eyes, but he did not recognize him. He questioned him, but he did not really listen. Watch out. Pilate asked, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus replied, Do you say this on your own accord, or has someone told you this? Pilate asked, Your people have handed you over to me. What crime have you done? 
Jesus kept to the point. My kingship is not of this world. So you are a king, responded Pilate. Jesus said, for this I was born, that everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. With disdain, Pilate answered, what is truth? Then Pilate had Jesus scourged and placed a crown of two-inch thorns upon his head, then dressed him in a purple robe that stuck to his flesh-torn skin. Pilate presented him to the people, saying, Behold the man. But did Pilate ever really see the man? The obvious conclusion is that Pilate did not know what a real man looks like. C.S. Lewis writes, Men like Pilate are mostly content in leisurely pursuits, where they face the least amount of peer pressure and the best that they can ever become are comforters of Job. How often do we miss what is right in front of us? Watch out. Branch Rickey, the best judge of baseball talent, was wrong. The event manager of Stan Smith's Davis Cup interview became the butt of many locker room jokes. And J.K. Rowling's publisher just got lucky. J.K. became a billionaire. Every day, millions of people say the Nicene Creed, and they read Pontius Pilate's name, recalling that he crucified the King of Kings. David never saw the end of war, but he received forgiveness. Watch out. We need clear eyes and full hearts to hear. Those who want to rewrite history push us toward a world without a true past, so it becomes a world where the true past will kill us. Those that say they can't define what a woman is push us closer to a world where true families are gone, where civilization will be lost. Those who want to divide us purely by race push us closer to genocide. Modernism of the 20th century established a post-Christian worldview which has led us to our present world religion of neo-paganism. Neo-paganism creates a world rooted in the individual with the belief that man is sufficient to himself, that his every whim and passion be afforded indulgence, seeking to replace all things with perversions. But watch out. Modernism produces a spiritual hunger as well, because man does not find the answers to his soul's deepest yearnings with this paganism, and man is restless to find them. Only God can answer these questions of the restless soul. What is my purpose? What am I made for? Our inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, well, they're obtained by the sweat of our brow and the freedom of living in a country that believes in them enough to fight for them. The Gospels tell us, turn around, head for home, where our Father is watching out over the horizon for his prodigal sons to return waiting to restore us, like he did with David. So let us engage in an effort to get everyone home and not waste any more time with fear and infighting. Because men living far from the battle grow dim in their eyes, dull in their hearing, and they miss the sight of the chariots and the sounds they make roaring through the balsam trees. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum.